You're listening to Father Kirby Longo's Homilies, powered by Mountain Catholic. Father Kirby is a priest of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Helena and pastor of Christ the King University Parish in Missoula, Montana. Today I want to speak a little, a little bit to a concept that's becoming more and more difficult for us in our sort of postmodern culture. That's power. You know, what is power? What does it mean to have power or to have authority? I asked my high schoolers at Butte Central this question when I was teaching there. And after a pretty substantial silence, finally one kid spoke up and he said, you know, to make someone do whatever you want, it's power. Which is a pretty good definition according to what we think today. Because we do tend toward thinking of power or authority as the ability to have our way, to subdue others to our will, or to sort of shape the world in our image. And because we define it this way, we begin to think that it's evil or necessarily corrupt, and that anyone who wields power is a tyrant, and that we ought to hold them in contempt. And in the United States, it's reasonable because we're the land of the free and we've always had a healthy tension with any accumulation of political power. And this is a good thing because it actually protects our liberty. It keeps us vigilant to have that sort of skeptical side. But today, it seems all power in every sphere uh, is being condemned as necessarily corrupt or depraved, whether it's political or cultural or religious. And this is a serious issue, and it puts us in a difficult place because any attempt to remove all structures of power will actually lead to tyranny. That's what always happens in history. Because power is just a part of nature. It can't be taken away. Uh, it's reality. And we live day in and day out in, amidst those structures that kind of hold society together. Without them, we'd fall into chaos and anarchy. So we're, we're, we're rightly skeptical of it, though, because we've all had a taste of authority or power in our own lives, and we've immediately felt the temptation to use it for our own gain. That's always there. Whenever you achieve anything that gives you any sort of authority, uh, anytime, anyone who's had that experience has felt the pull. So then the question comes, is there such a thing as good power or good authority? Can we wield our authority in such a way that it not only sort of is neutral but good, bears fruit in the world? I think the gospel today shows us the way. Today we have the story of two kings, uh, the tale of two kings. And it actually might not be obvious at first because we enter as the first scene ends, the end of the first king's story. So the second, the second king, which is our gospel today, begins with Jesus hearing the news of his cousin's death, of John's death. Uh, and reasonably, he, he withdraws to a deserted place by himself. Now you can see this as him going to mourn, or you could see it as him sort of fleeing for his life, 
or plotting, depending on who you think Jesus is. Uh, And the story kind of sets it up that way. But we soon find out that it's none of these things. But first, let's look back to this first story that comes actually before our gospel begins today. So Herod beheads John the Baptist. He kills John the Baptist. And, And it's not a simple thing because we actually know a few things about their relationship. You know, Herod imprisons John because he calls him out uh, for his immorality, but he also is afraid of John, and he, he loves listening to John speak. So he's got this interesting relationship with him, uh, but certainly not interested in killing him. Nevertheless, Herod's a man of strong passions, so he finds himself at this party with a bunch of important people, uh, and you know, following his passions the way that he does, he offers half of his kingdom to a young woman for a dance. And instead of taking half the kingdom, she demands the head of John the Baptist. And, and suddenly Herod finds himself in an impossible situation. Meanwhile, over in the desert, flocks of people are coming to Jesus. Uh, they're coming out to hear him speak. And he sees them, and his heart is moved with pity for them. So he cures the sick. And it takes all day, and it gets late into the evening. And his disciples speak to him. They say, send him off to the villages, because uh, there's nothing out here for them to eat. And, and then Jesus says, you feed them. You give them food to his disciples, who never even remember to bring food for themselves uh, in any of the stories. And so they have five loaves and two fish. Not enough. Not nearly enough. But of course we know the story. We just heard it. Jesus feeds the crowd. And he doesn't only feed them, but he gives an abundance. They, they finish with more than they started with. So it's a fascinating thing. Let's compare Herod and Christ. So both wield power in this story. And they do so very differently. No, Herod beheads John, not even because he wanted to, but to keep himself from being compromised, to keep from losing power. He does a horrible thing that he doesn't want to do. He does it just to save face. Jesus employs his power to, to feed the poor, to feed the multitude, to fulfill a promise to give us our daily bread. What a stark contrast. So when we think, you know, Authority and power are a part of life. They're just a part of the world as it is. Uh, And they will always be acquired by those who are capable, but also by those who are ambitious. Uh, And how we employ it can change the world. Think of your own life. Do you employ the power that you possess as Christ shows us? Do you wield it with charity, with mercy, uh, with an eye to the poor? Or do you let your passions dictate what you do? Do we use the power that we've been given to preserve our own reputation, uh, to, to get ahead at the expense of those around us? We must always, I think, remember to put ourselves in the position of the, of the disciples because that is the reality of our situation. You know, Christ is demanding that we do something in the world that is impossible for us. He's demanding that we feed the poor when we only have five loaves and two fish. So what do we do? We bring them to him, and then he makes it work. 
That's how we all always ought to handle the authority that we've been given in this world. And this is the Christian way, and it's actually the only way out of the mess that we find ourselves in, in our world today. You know, when we, when we think of how to use authority, we think of Father Greg Boyle uh, in East L.A. who would hear gunshots and he'd ride his bike out into the middle of the battle uh, because he knew that as a priest, he could stop it because they respected the priesthood. Uh, even, though they were, even though they were rival gangs. Or we think of St. Francis Xavier Cabrini, who, as the head of a religious order, she used all of the authority that she had to found 67 schools and orphanages and hospitals throughout the United States. Uh, carried around that delegation from the Holy Father uh, to the fullest of its extent and changed the world because of it. So we let Christ and the witness of those great saints who used the authority that they were given to change the world for the better, uh, to guide us in the power and authority that we've been given. Uh, and we'll see this world transformed. Amen. Thank you for listening to Father Kirby Longo's homilies. To support the work of Mountain Catholic, please visit paypal.me slash mtncatholic. paypal.me slash mtncatholic.